All right, we are back. This is another episode of the Government Coins Podcast. Listen, today uh, we have another city, an amazing city with huge opportunities for small businesses in the South Florida area. And I'm excited to get into it. I don't know about y'all, but I'm really excited to get into it. So today we have two amazing uh, ladies from the city of Miramar, and we are going to tap into some some opportunities for the small businesses, but also just to learn a lot more about their procurement process. Because remember, we want to be educated before we get over and start doing work into this space. You want to have all of the knowledge and information. So that's what we're going to go through today. So thank you so much, Natalie and Dr. Hollis, for joining us. Uh, this is what this is our first time connecting in a while, Dr. Hollis. So I'm super excited to hear some updates on the bid program and excited to hear learn a little bit more about you, Natalie. So that kind of teases us off for our next conversation. Um, would you both mind telling us a little bit about yourselves? Hi, Shakia. I just want to thank you so much for um, inviting me to, to be on this platform. And about myself, I... I always like to start off by saying I'm a mom. That is usually my most important um, task. <laughs> I'm a mom of a teenage son. And um, I have been working here at the city of Miramar for more than 20 years. I know I don't look it, but yes, <laughs> I have been here for more than, more than two decades. I started out in the police department and I have always been involved in um, in some way, shape, or form in, in procurement and purchasing. Um, so I started out as um, uh, the fiscal clerk in the police department. And then after that, I became the grant manager in the, uh, in the police department, a grant coordinator in the police department, where I managed the Urban Area Security Initiative grant. It was a huge grant that came out of 9-11, um, where we were given funds to hardened facilities down here in South Florida. And I did purchasing um, just by federal funds and through that grants there in the police department. And then for the latter years, I have been in the procurement department where I am now the assistant director here at the city of Miramar. Excellent. And we are so happy to have her here. I Thank am Kara Hollis. <laughs> and I, too, am with the city of Miramar. I am the individual that the city of Miramar brought aboard in 2018. Definitely does not, I do not have the tenure as Miss Natalie, which makes her a valuable um, um, colleague that I often run to for assistance. Um, since 2018, the city of Miramar, as um, you know, Shaquilla, but I don't want to take the assumption that the, your audience knows, they, the city did a disparity study, which covered a period between 2011 and 2016 in collecting data. That was concluded in 2017. It was approved and brought aboard by our commission in 2018, at which time the city brought me on board to help and assist them in fostering more diversity and inclusion by developing a business inclusion and diversity program. And with that, we started the recommendations, implementing and um, establishing programs and services to bring about the recommendations of the study. That is who I am and ultimately what I do for the city and have been doing for the last five years that I've been here. I too am a mother 
um, sisters Natalie to two, uh, 21 and 24. So we survived the teenage years, but um, we have two sons, uh, my husband and I, and we not only, um, it's appropriate to actually mention because when we got married in 98, my husband brought me to the city of Miramar. So I have only been working for the city for five years, but my family and I have been living in the city for the last 24 years. Um, and it has been an absolute pleasure. So thank you again for having us on this program today. And we we're excited about talking about this great city that I both live in and work for. And see, that's a nice connection, kind of uh, symbiotic, if you would say. Uh, you live there and work there, so it's kind of a, a huge opportunity to provide some value to the city that you work in. Um, so, I mean, the city that you live in, I'm sorry to hear about, say that. But Natalie, would you mind telling us a little bit more about your role in procurement and what that entails? Yes. So, Shakia, I always like to start off when I hear, when someone asks me, uh, about my role in procurement. Well, first of all, um, they always say, what is procurement? Because it's such a big word. No, <laughs> most people uh, do not use the word procurement. And so I usually like to say we are purchasing because some cities, some agencies use the word purchasing. And then they always like to say, well, what do you buy, right? So I always like to start out with our mission statement because I think our mission statement covers what we do here in the city of Miramar not just um, our director. We are a team of 10 here in the procurement department. We are headed by Ms. Alicia Ayum, who is the director with me as the assistant director. And our mission statement here in, uh, for, this, for the procurement department is that we, are, we, we strive to acquire commodities, services, and construction effectively and efficiently while creating opportunities for participation and optimizing the resources of the city for maximizing savings to the community. So I think our mission statement embodies what we set out to do on a daily basis here in the city of Miramar. And so I always, whenever I'm asked, what is my role? Because that is what we strive to do. I always like to say, that is what we strive to do to meet our mission. And as it relates to the procurement function or the purchasing side of it, uh, where where would you say uh, most of the responsibility lie with you? Well, most of the responsibility um, with us is to um, find vendors. We always want to find vendors. In our lingo, we say responsive and responsible. And that is the reason why, Shakia, when we get the opportunity here in the city of Miramar, because I think I was the first one that saw the email that came from Hannah, we jump at these opportunities. We're always trying to get our, our faces out here to let the community know, the vendor community know that we are out here. We're open for business. We want to do business with you. Because if we put out a solicitation for for some type of good or service or construction and, and, and vendors do not know how to connect with us. And that is our business to get competition, right? So if they do not know how to connect with us, how to find us, then we do not have um, competition and the level of competition that we're looking for. So a, a big responsibility is for us to, to be out here, to let uh, the vendor community know that we are here, present ourselves, and then ultimately to get the best deal for the city 
um, from a competitive process. Nice. I appreciate that. And that kind of rolls into like that next phase of learning a little bit more about uh, the bid program. Uh, Dr. Hollis, would you mind sharing more with us about the bid program and how that process works? Some of the things that you uh, have lined up and just share a little bit more about that program with us. Excellent. Um, well, as I said earlier, BID stands for Business Inclusion and Diversity. And we, like procurement, um, have an obligation and, and a passion about ensuring that we expose the businesses local and in the tri-county area of the opportunities that exist in the city of Miramar. But we have three components at BID that we try to foster. We try to educate which means creating business development programs, webinars, and technical ways in which we can help a small business to grow to be of more value to the prime contractors when they're trying to connect and get opportunities on solicitations. The next thing we seek to do is to connect businesses in their pursuits to grow and for sustainability. And we advance efforts for more inclusion with minority women and disadvantaged businesses. We create conferences and workshops and webinars and contractor fairs here at the city where in which we invite our community stakeholders, be it cities or organizations or larger businesses in the city to come have tables and partner with us and expose them to all of the opportunities that are available in their organizations. We love that cities and all businesses, especially the small ones, desire an opportunity to do business with the city of Miramar. And we love that. But the truth of the matter is neither Natalie or I or anyone at the city can guarantee that a small business will in fact be successful in their pursuits. And so we understand that. And as a having the task of helping the business grow and find opportunities, because we cannot make that guarantee, it's imperative for me to be able to also expose them to opportunities to know what our stakeholders have available, to know what other opportunities are out there with other organizations and to bring them in to help them understand and share with our businesses as to how they can connect. Earlier this year, we partnered with Turner Construction and a lot of small businesses didn't know you have to have a pre-qualification in place to do business with Turner. So we had Turner come. We had an opportunity that for them to sit down and literally go through with Turner to become pre-qualified. Because once you see an, a solicitation from Turner, it's too late. You can respond, but if you're not pre-qualified, the chances of you being successful in securing that. So those are the types of connections that we know and understand are viable to the growth of small businesses. And last but not least, with that growth, that means more than just getting a job or a one particular contract. At the end of the day, we want them to understand the intricacies of government contracting. We want them to know that Natalie exists and she and her team, they often appear at the bid events to help educate the businesses to know what tools that the city of Myanmar have in place, like Demand Star and those other things that they don't know. So that's a, a, a snapshot of what it is that we do here at BID to help small businesses grow. Oh, nice. The education being that first pillar is always the best way to go. Uh, so that kind of gets us into another conversation that I have for you, Natalie, which talks a little bit more about the city of Miramar's purchasing thresholds, because now we got to get to the money. Yes, and it is important to know how we do business and how things work. Um, 
but so let me so you are correct so we purchase by thresholds which means that up to certain amounts of money we do different things so our first threshold is um, up to five thousand dollars so a department here in the city of Miramar, which we have, I think we have about 18 departments. So mm -hmm. even though uh, purchasing is somewhat centralized and we have a procurement department, some of the responsibilities still rest in the department where the department do make some purchasing on their own. So if, we're, if they're purchasing goods or services and it's up to $5,000, no competition is required for that amount. So for example, if they're purchasing something for $3,000, $4,000, they can contact a vendor and get uh, one quote for the, um, for the purchase and move forward with making their purchase, right? And then we have another threshold, if it's over $5,000, up to $75,000, we require three competitive quotes. So um, what is important to note in this threshold, because it's a very wide uh, threshold from 5,000 to 75,000, anything over $10,000, we handle it in the procurement department, which means that we do the competitive process to get the three quotes. Um, Dr. Hollis mentioned earlier about Demand Star, and that's something that I want to touch on because that is the platform that the city uses to advertise bids and quotes. Um, we go on Demand Star, it's www.demandstar.com, and we um, upload the solicitation, whether it is a, a quote or a bid, and um, the vendor community can also go on uh, Demand Star and register. It is a small fee um, if you want to, depending on the level of service that you want um, from Demand Star. If you're interested in only receiving bids from the city of Miramar, it is free. However, they have other levels where if you're interested in receiving bids from the county, like all municipalities within the county, or at a state level, if you're, if you're interested in receiving um, solicitations from all municipalities in the state, and they even have a national level. So what, if you go on Demand Star, you choose what you want. But if you are only interested in seeing the solicitations from the city of Miramar, it is free for you to sign up. And so you can go in there and you will see we post these um, solicitations from 10, anything over $10,000 that we are purchasing is posted on Demand Star. And you're also free to call uh, the procurement department. Uh, Demand Star is just a repository where we uh, post our information because we have to keep a centralized uh, uh, location where you can go and get all the documentation that you need. But you're free to call the uh, City of Miramar Procurement Department. Our number is 954-602-3053. And we will also take your information and provide you with the documentation if you just need a copy of a bid or something. So between 10,000 to 75,000, we have to get three written quotes. And we post that on Demand Star. Now, anything over $75,000 is still posted on Demand Star, but it is what we call a formal process, which means that we just don't only post on Demand Star, but we also advertise in the newspaper of general circulation to meet state statutes. And we also advertise sometimes 
Dr. Hollis will let me know. These are the vendors that I have in my bid database. Can you please make sure that they receive a copy of the solicitations? And so to support that, we will also do email blasts. I will send an email blast out to everyone, uh, all the vendors, to let them know the businesses, to let them know that, hey, I have this solicitation on the street. You can log on to Demand Star. Here is a copy of it, but please log on to Demand Star if you want to be a part of the process. So that that is a different steps that we take for um, the thresholds. Uh, well, one important threshold that I also want to mention, Shakia, is that uh, the first thing I said is that up to $5,000, no competition is required. But I also want to say that that is a little bit higher for our local businesses. So if you are a business here in the city of Miramar. When we say local here in the city of Miramar, we are talking about businesses that are within the boundaries of the city of Miramar. So it's a little bit higher because of course we wanna support our businesses and give some type of incentive for businesses to move within the boundaries of the city of Miramar. So if you are a business within the, within the boundaries of the city of Miramar and your business is registered with the city, that limit goes up to $7,500 that a vendor, uh, a department can reach out to you without any competition and, and, and get a quote from you to make, uh, to make a purchase. So if you are a business here in the city of Miramar, please ensure that you visit our business tax office so that you can get your business registered with the city. Just want to do a quick little plug. And because we do have that list of businesses that the business tax office share with us. And those are the businesses that we consider local businesses. And we send that uh, list out to the departments um, from time to time to say, here are the businesses that are within the city. If you need to make a purchase from them, um, please call them, please reach out to them and get a quote. Because somebody may need to make a purchase for $6,000. A department may need to make a purchase for $6,000. That's over the $5,000 limit. But if you are a business in the city of Miramar, because the threshold is a little bit higher for you, then uh, the department can go ahead and reach out to that local business and can also get um, one quote. So that's in a nutshell is how that those are the thresholds and, and how we do um, for, for different limits that we are purchasing. Oh, that extra bonus for businesses in the city of Miramar. I don't know. I might have to move over there. Some. <laughs> I might have to, um, but no, that's, that's awesome. Um, and then also I love how you mentioned the below, well, the 5,000 dollar threshold is at departmental levels. Uh, I think that's one area that we really don't highlight enough because I'm pretty sure in procurement, you get businesses coming to you for every single thing when you can really start developing relationships within the departments. Um, so I, I love that you mentioned that. So thank you so much for that, Dr. Hollis, I see. Um, so, so I wanted to hear a little bit more about the how the bid program kind of plays into that and how can businesses join uh, your your database of suppliers as well. Well, that's really easy, and I'm so glad you came back because you heard a little bit about the overview. But what we continue to do with the city of Miramar is we had a bid act implemented, and with the bid act, that allows us. We started our program as we should have race neutral, and now because 
It says in our bid act that the city shall implement the use of race and gender neutral means for addressing the disparities. And when you're not able to get the results, which we did get improvement, but not the results we desired, we are now moving forward with the MWBE program, which is more race conscious, yes. And we're so excited about that. And what does that mean? That means that now we're using that to have, because we had insufficient remedy for the effects of the discrimination that was described in the disparity study. So now we have made a determination that to use the race conscious measure to implement more direct programs to address and ensure more inclusion in those areas that the study said we can do a better job. Now, as it relates to what um, Natalie just said, we know that there's a lot of spending that goes on throughout the city, throughout the city that does not go through procurement. And one of the things that we do is we now introduce, as the study said, that large businesses, they have access to city leaders. They know how to get in. They know how to sell their goods and services. And the studies show that that's one of the areas that minority, small, and disadvantaged businesses really struggle to compete in that. So what we've done on bid, one particular thing to show you how we're being intentional about the way in which we position and allow the businesses to be able to succeed at the city. We do these department utilization strategy meetings where in which we will literally allow a small business to come, uh, provide them in a conference room similar to where Natalie is, and we won't have to shepherd that business around the 18 departments. No, we have them to display their goods and services, and we invite all department directors and assistant directors to come so that the business can show and demonstrate their goods and services. Why? People do business with people they know. That's not discriminatory. Our job is to make sure they know who you are as a small minority and disadvantaged and local business that's offering a viable tool, good, or service that can really benefit the city. So we do those strategy sessions. Now our commission is very serious about inclusion. So every each and every project that's being presented to our commission before it does, I review to see if we can identify in the economic development and housing department more opportunities for inclusion for every project. We go and we meet with the primes. We go over the scopes of work in advance with our small business community because we don't just want to give them and say, here's the solicitation that's going to be released. We want to empower our businesses. So what does that mean? We will allow, and I go over with capital improvement projects and different things before procurement and Natalie and her team releases it, I will review the scope with the small businesses and the team. We want you to be able to do, not just say if you're an HVAC firm, you can look at the scope, you go, we have mandatory pre-bid meetings. We don't just want you to go there and say, please use me, no. We want to empower the business of you to say, I'm an HVAC firm. I took a look at the scope of work with Dr. Hollis and her team before it was released. I see that you have an HVAC component for about $50,000. Here are my qualifications. Would you consider making me a part of your team when you respond to this solicitation? That's the type of empowerment that we're doing here at the city of Miramar to make sure that we're closing the racial gap and the wealth gap in tangible ways that will allow and position and empower these businesses to be able to grow their business, which is all they want. No one's looking for a handout. They just need sufficient information to be able to adequately grow. So we have tools, we've procured tools. 
and we have compliance tools in place. We have the B2G now. We're increasing through technology. We're seeking to increase those minority goals that we place on con uh, contracts. We have a utilization plan where in which we're working with the procurement department to ensure that primes and individuals that respond to city projects have to let us know in advance. Here's how we plan to meet the goal. And those are just some of the measures that we're doing to further empower and further ensure and to make the city and the community at large know just how serious we are at the city of Miramar about inclusion for small minority and disadvantaged businesses. Listen, I know y'all had it going on over there, but I didn't know y'all had it going on like this. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. Like the, the measures in which you are taking, like I said, you usually don't see a lot about helping businesses engage with you know, the departments within itself. So that's a huge opportunity. Add us to the newsletter, Dr. <laughs> um, so, and I know I'm over here excited about this and all giddy, but we have people in the comments saying, hey, ladies, the game y'all are dropping. They got gems. <laughs> You know, they're very, they're, it's very appreciated. So I, I know I'm taking a lot from this, but I have two more money questions before we hop into our next topic to focus on small businesses. And the, the I'm going to say them together so that way it's kind of uh, combined. What is the current budget with the city of Miramar? And then also, where are some of the areas the city spends the most money? So we, our, our current budget, um, the total city budget is about $286 million. And of that, um, Shakia, I would say I, I did went in and look at it, and it's about $120 million of that goes into um, the procurement of goods and services and construction. Now, I say goods, services, and construction because everything that we procure here in the city of Miramar falls into one of those categories. And I would say that our largest chunk is the construction portion of it because that includes um, some of our CIP projects. And this year in the budget, our CIP um, budget is $20 million alone just for the CIP um, capital improvement. Um, projects that are budgeted for this year, fiscal year 2023. And, um, and then we do have um, the utilities projects for the utilities departments. Um, that is also a large chunk of the budget. So yes, I would say that most of the, um, the monies that is spent in the procurement of goods and services is the construction portion of it, because those are usually our larger projects that we do. Absolutely. And combined with all of those elements, like Natalie, we were trying to make sure we were prepared for you. I spoke with our budget director and combined with all of the elements that she said, the city's budget is $355.2 million for fiscal year 23. That includes all of the components that she spoke about. And in addition to construction, which is a capital improvement program, public safety has taken on a huge portion of what we do here at the city. And that includes things of how we care for our most vulnerable residents, children and seniors. It requires the most technological advances that we've implemented in fighting crime, maintaining clean and purified water, installing new piping so that we, unlike other cities, we are really happy. You don't always see the city of Miramar with, um, when it rains and it's now hurricane season <laughs> on the news because we, we infrastructure is a huge initiative for the city. And since I've been here in the last five years, the city takes 
pride in the fact that we're installing piping and replacing and repairing um, our sidewalks to ensure and widening our um, our bike lanes for the safety of our residents. So a lot of our and economic development. BID is now in the economic development and housing department. That too is a huge portion of what we do here from everything from affordable housing and housing stimulus grants, homes being made available to the various and um, Director Anita Payne Taylor is on. I see her name flashing, but food distribution, building rehabilitation and community services, all of these measures are those types of things that are being implemented and um, takes up a, um, a great deal of the budget happily. We're excited about reporting that. And I'm happy to hear that too, because I think we tend to forget that those bigger components are also comprised of really small opportunities yes. for to get into. So that's huge. And $355 million is a, a, a great opportunity for small businesses to, to tap into. <laughs> And then I wanted to go through the next question to just really get a better understanding. So what is the current process of uh, doing business with the city of Miramar? Uh, so I'm going to take that one, um, uh, Dr. Mm -hmm. Hollis. <laughs> Our current process for doing business, and, and I, I talked earlier, Shakia, about us um, coming out here and presenting ourselves to the businesses. And so um, I'm going to take the um, stand here where if the business want to come, which a lot of times business show up here um, all day long wanting to meet or, um, you know, they call to, to give their information. But one of the first steps that you could take is to register your business as a vendor with the city and um you will but to register as a vendor you will need to go on the city's website and you would go under departments under procurement department and you will see the link there that you could register your business with the city as a vendor now this is a different type of registration than what i was talking about earlier registering your business um, to be uh, with the business tax office. That's just letting us know that your business is present and getting the required documents to have a business to even exist in the city. Now we're talking about registering as a vendor to do business with the city if you're interested in doing business with the city. So you go on the city's website, again, go on the procurement department and you will see um, one of the links there that says register as a vendor and you will complete uh, the information there. You could also so let us know and attach any certifications that you have. That is very important for Dr. Hollis because you would be in the system and we could tell if you're a small business, if you're a certified woman-owned business, any types of certification that you have. And because Dr. Hollis came on board, that is the reason why we could, we used to do manual vendor registration here. Uh, we used to do that in, in the procurement department. But with Dr. Hollis on board, and we want to make sure that we uh, collect the right data, we now ask vendors to go online so that they can provide the information themselves and what certifications they have. So that's a first step to register your business as a vendor with the city. And next, as I touched on earlier, is for you to know the platform that the city releases um, the bids and solicitations. So you'd have to register your business um, on Demand Star. And as I said, if you're just interested in receiving uh, bids and solicitations from the city of Miramar alone, it is 
free uh, for you. So that is the platform that we use to advertise our solicitation. So next, it would be important for you to get on demandstar.com and register your business. So how it works is from our end, when we go to load a solicitation, we have to select a certain commodity code. Uh, for example, if we're looking for financial services, and that is a type of business that you have, when you go to register your business on Demand Star, you would select the commodity codes as well that matches your business. So when we go to load a solicitation, we select the commodity code that we're releasing um, this solicitation to because someone who is in plumbing or electrical would need to see a solicitation that is uh, for financial services, right? And so if you are registered in the area in that commodity code that we are looking for goods or services, so when we release it to that commodity code, if you're in that set, then you would receive it. You would get a notification from Demand Star saying, hey, City of Myanmar just released this solicitation. You're looking for this type of business and you will get a copy of the solicitation. So first step, make sure that you register your business with the city as a vendor. Second step, make sure that you register your business on Demand Star so that you are able to get copy of copies of our solicitations. And something that is also important, as we touched on earlier, uh, we said under $5,000, the department can just purchase on their own. I always encourage business as well. Send us a statement of capability. If you go on our website, you will see a link that you can just email the procurement department. And it goes to everybody in the department. And vendors do this all day as well. They send us their statements of, of capabilities to let us know what they have, what they're offering, what, they're, what they can do. And believe me, we welcome this because we need to know who is out there. And this is one way to let us know that you're out there. And the first things that we do, we read the statement of capabilities and then we share it with the department. So that's another way that you could get your information over to the departments. We share it with the departments and says, hey, this business is reaching out to us to let us know that they have this good or service and we want to share this information with you. So if, if the need arise for such good or service, then they can reach out to that business. So that's another way to um, let us know that you're out there as well. And also attend our, our um, events. Dr. Hollis always have how to do business with Miramar. <laughs> and, then, and to ensure that you have more inclusion Remember, the prime contractors are reaching out to us. We're, we're no longer asking prime contractors. And we, I say, the city of Miramar, and Natalie and I, and other staff, we've been empowered by our leadership. They are very serious about inclusion and um, capitalizing on the investment that they have taken to ensure that our small businesses and all businesses in the city of Miramar know just how serious we are about inclusion. And so when the prime contractors that now have a mandate in contracts, we're not asking them anymore for inclusion, we're making it a part of their contractual obligation. And so they reach out to me and say, Dr. Hollis, can you provide me with some firms? So this is a wonderful way and we need you to know the impact. Once you send in your capability statement, it's great that you're notifying procurement of the goods and services that you desire to make available to the city. 
Again, there's a lot of other purchasing that takes place throughout the city outside of procurement. And when the prime contractors reach out to me asking for lists for businesses that they can utilize in place to use to help them to meet their minority participation goals on their contracts, I need your name to be not only as a vendor with the city, we have a construction database, which is what Shakia had asked earlier. We will send you a QR code or a link so that you can add your business. Each and every business that attend our events, we collect your information as you register. And we also place you a part of, if you are in the construction industry area, plumbers, electricians, asphalt, security, interior design, GCs, everything, estimating, HVAC. We need to know who you are so that when we need that level of specificity, we have firms in place that we can recommend. So that is huge. When you, those are the types of ways and the measures and the ways in which we use that data that you give us through vendor registration and with the capability statement. And it's all so that we can ensure that we position you to get more business with not just the city, but the prime contractors that have contracts with the city. And for everyone who's like tuned into this podcast and have been here before, you already know I have dropped all of these links on the YouTube channel. So just head over to the YouTube channel and get the clicking on the city of uh, Miramar's website and just go ahead and start registering, at least get registered. So that way you can get some updates on these opportunities. So I have another question and this is gonna be uh, in the area of where Dr. Hollis is and to talk a little bit more about the events that she hosts uh, with the bid program. Could you mind, would you mind sharing some of that with us? Fantastic, and your timing is perfect. We have signature events and we do webinars, anything from design symposiums so that individuals can, we have our prime contractors that host um, these types of events and partner with us because so many small businesses are not as successful with um, solicitations and competing in these areas. We actually allow our community stakeholders and prime contractors and partners to come and host symposiums to position you as a small business to be able to learn more and grow and they will partner with you. Another thing that we did most recently this year, we partnered with Turner and I talked about that, but we have two signature events, a construction contractor fair that we host each year. We had our second one this year in March. And in that we were under the impression and we became well known because we don't just wake up and decide what do we think the businesses want? We do surveys, we question the businesses when they come. We're in constant communications with small business empowerment meetings, allowing the businesses to communicate to us what it is that you desire, where are you lacking? How can we fill in what gap that you're missing? And one of the things that we were able to host this year is a bonding pre-qualification um, session with our construction. So yes, we have annual events, but we don't just waste your time and say, come out and meet our stakeholders. You can meet them anywhere else. But we want you, when you come to the city of Miramar, we take it a step further because we're, we're so committed to educating and empowering and helping businesses grow so that they can compete and get more work. We don't care about anything else. We, we are very intentional to make you grow, to get more work so that you can be more successful with Natalie and her team. So when we found that there are businesses that have been working on city projects, and I questioned them as to why haven't you, um, because we're trying to allow you to grow up. Why haven't you ever worked or 
applied for this project as a prime. You've been working with this prime for the last five years. Well, I'm not bondable, Mrs. Hollis. Oh, really? So then we develop a pre-bonding, pre-qualification bonding symposium, where in which we allow community experts in the bonding area and arena to come and educate. And we connected each and every business that showed up with an opportunity so that when they left that symposium on in March, they were more astute as to how they can position their business to become more bondable. It includes everything from credit repair. We understood that it's access to capital, all of the components that a business would need to be educated in to become bondable, we had in place and at the table. And we allowed the businesses to come in, build relationships, connect, get the information they need to grow. Well, upcoming, we have a construction one every year. That's already passing. You can join us again next year. But we have a professional consultant contractor fair. And I'm so excited to talk about it because we're going to do something differently. You've heard of the reverse um, um, trade shows. Well, we have invited about 15 to 18 different cities that are going to be around the table. And we have invited 18 particular businesses to come and speak and communicate. If you'd like to, all of the spots haven't been filled. So if you're one of those small professional consultants firms that would like to come, you will have an opportunity, five minute segments, to literally do your elevator pitch. And I suggest you work on it and make it good. Because once we conclude the pitch, where we're allowing the 18 businesses to talk a little bit about more what they do, then they have an opportunity to go and meet the 18 cities that have come with contracting opportunities. So when you get to the table as a small business that's already done your pitch, you don't have to do that pitch to every single city that's there. They've heard you at large. So now it becomes a more impactful networking exchange. And it allows the business to really go in the city at that time, we shift the requirement to the city to then say, I was able to hear what you said in your elevator pitch. Here are the opportunities that I believe we can position you with, with our particular city. So I'm so excited. We have commitments from um, at least 10 cities thus far, and we're working with so many others. So that's going to be on September 21st, 2023. And if you'd like more information, please, please reach out to me at KE Hollis at miramarfl.gov. And I'll be more than happy to send you a flyer so that you can register and attend. Thank you for that. And I have someone in the comment section who's actually asking a question um, that focuses around tires, engines, and trucking services. But Natalie, I wanted to piggyback, well, go back to your initial introduction where you said you worked at the police department. Does the city of Miramar have their own police department? And does the city manage procurement for them or do they have their own procurement? So um, I, I hear you mentioned tires and, and um, so we, the city, um, the city has a fleet department that, that, mm -hmm. that manages um, those type of, of goods that they would be purchasing. So yes, we do have a police department and uh, the, the police, the police cars and are also managed through the fleet department, which is in the, the public works department. So for that person in the comment um, um, section, if they're interested in doing business with the city for, to provide those goods and services, I would probably connect that person with our public works department where the fleet uh, division is to maybe uh, provide the fleet manager with um, that person 
contact information and, and what is it that they desire to sell to the city. Oh, that's nice. See, look at that. Aren't you happy you came here today? We, we They have a full fleet division within the department. Uh, but yes, this has been an amazing podcast. I feel like the amount of information has just been overwhelming, not necessarily overwhelming in a bad way, but in a exciting way because we had no idea that all of these opportunities were available and that you all were taking the measures that you're taking to make sure that small businesses minority-owned women-owned businesses have access to all of these different opportunities so I for one am excited for sure <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on sharing this information uh, my final question for you both is is there anything that you would like to share with small businesses who are considering embarking on the path of government contracting or doing business with the city of Miramar? Um, one thing I would like to share is, as, as Dr. Hollis has stressed um, throughout this conversation, how serious we are about um, inclusion and including our small businesses, um, please get certifications, get your business certified if you can. We have um, preferences in our procurement process. If you are a local business here in the city of Miramar, you get an additional five points or our 5% discount on your, um, on your quote. If you are certified by um, Broward County as a CBE county business enterprise or a small business enterprise, you also get a jump start ahead um, just by presenting those certifications to, to, to us here at the city. So um, I think it is very important for the small businesses to get certifications and team up with Dr. Hollis if you can um, to get any assistance that you that you need um, and resources because when we do get to the process and, and do not wait until I have a process going and at that time is when you're trying to get um, certified. Yeah, be prepared. Um, get your certifications ahead of time so that when we do release the solicitations here in the city of Miramar, you're ready to go. And in your proposal that you're submitting to me, I have your certification so I could assign those preference points to give you a jump start ahead in the process. Absolutely, Natalie. Thank you so much. And we at the city of Miramar, we are not a certifying agency. We accept the certifications of our community stakeholders, like our Office of Economic and Small Business Development, that's Broward County and Sandy McDonald and his team. We also know the Miami-Dade County School Board, Jennifer Andreu and her team. So we accept their certifications and we need you to know we have relationships with them. Again, as Natalie said, when we place a requirement on a contract for a prime for inclusion, they are seeking certified businesses to partner with to meet those goals. The time for you to get certified is now before you try to engage the process because you will have to be certified at the time that Natalie reviews that package. Otherwise, you will not be one that can be utilized in, and to be used um, for that particular project. So we want you to prepare ahead. Another thing that I love businesses to know, if you've ever been to the city of Miramar, you know that we are a vibrant city. Our city leaders 
uh, often they have their open door policy and there are a myriad of events that they really engage with the public and the guests to our city and a lot of small businesses. And the businesses come all the time and they say to me, Dr. Hollis, I met with the mayor, I met with the vice mayor, I met with the commissioners. Yes, I've been living in this city even before I worked here. They meet with everyone. They will meet with you. They have an open door policy. They will listen to you. They will respond to you. But the way to do business, if you are listening to Natalie, the first step with doing business with the city, while you know all of the leaders and they will be friendly with you, we need you to get registered. Procurement must know that you exist so that you can have an opportunity or the best opportunity to be able to showcase your goods and services to the city. Engage with us. We are the tools. We are the staff that the leaders have put in place to address your needs, to be able to partner with you, to provide you, to help you identify where you think you would like to go with your business with growth and to partner you with the tools and the resources and the people and the stakeholders and any of the resources that we have available here at the city to help you in that process. So thank you again, Shaquila. I am so exactly, I mean, really, really proud to be a part of this process. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and thank you again, everyone who's listening. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Share this podcast with anyone that you know is interested in doing business with the government, more specifically businesses that are located in the city of Miramar. You heard about these opportunities. Don't let your people miss out. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but on that same token, I will see you all in the next episode. If you have any questions or if you want to reach out to Dr. Hollis or Natalie in the procurement department, they have given you the information and the tools to reach out. And, uh, and, and also, if you go to the website, you can reach out as well. So I will talk to you all later in the next episode. Until then, peace. <laughs> Thank you. Bye -bye. Thank you again. Have a great day. <laughs>